Greetings and welcome to the Metal Blade Podcast. Today we will be joined by the one and only Ben from Goat Horror. And uh, Ben, you know, first off I have to say you are so lucky because you get to do more podcasts than any other Metal Blade artist, uh, what with you being in Soylent Green and Goat Horror at the same time. So don't you totally feel awesome and lucky about that? I guess it's pretty cool, man. Uh, maybe, I should, <laughs> maybe I should start my own podcast thing, like my own personal podcast. Yeah, you should do I'll just it. Have, I'll just have like a little recorder hooked up all day long to me. Like it's like a like a reality show. <laughs> and you can see what goes on every day when, we sit, when we're sitting in the van driving to the next house. Hey, I'm into that. It'd be like a video Twitter sort of thing. Yeah, but trust me, there's nothing exciting on in a van for eight hours. <laughs> Especially driving through places like, uh, I believe you're in Iowa today, yes? Yeah, yeah, we're in Iowa. It's actually, the weather's fucking awesome here right now, and I'm hoping the uh, turnout will be equally as awesome, and the show will be equally as awesome. It'll be good, though, either way, man, because all the bands get along really good out here right now, and everybody's having a good time, so I think that's the just of it. Gotcha. All right, so uh, the new album uh, was released on June 16th. It's called Carving Out the Eyes of God. Make sure yeah, it wasn't released on June 16th. Yes, it was. June 23rd. Oh, my gosh. My bad. My bad. <laughs> For those who don't know out there, I also do radio promotion, and my timeline is a bit different. So June, oh, okay. June 23rd. <laughs> on your schedule, it was released June 16th. But it's all, it's was, all about my schedule. <laughs> I got you, I got you, that's cool. Well, either way... I have my own schedules, and that's cool, that's cool. I have... <laughs> either way, it is... We're in... supposed to play every night, but we decide that we want to play at a different time, and we just decide to do that. I'm into that, too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, that's like the third date snafu I've had today, you know, uh, at work, so it doesn't surprise me that I messed this one up, too. Okay, June 23rd, either way, in stores now. It's called Carving Out the Eyes of God. Make sure to go pick it up as soon as you can. Uh, check out these guys at myspace.com slash goat whore. And I have like a this just in sort of thing in my notes. Um, you guys, uh, the album debuted at number 190 on the Billboard Top 200. It's awesome, man. We're probably like piled up behind like every Michael Jackson record out there since all of them were like selling so well again since, you know, he kind of fucking bit the dust. You know what we should do is everybody should get an asterisk next to their debut number for this week. You know, like they do in baseball, like when folks are on steroids and they put all the asterisks next to their next to their stats. Because if it wasn't for Michael Jackson, you guys might have had 185. Exactly. <laughs> or we could have been at maybe like 120. <laughs> you know, so it should, it should be just for this week, they should have a special asterisk that explains that the only reason why it's actually here is because everybody had to fight against every single Michael Jackson record that actually went up to the top ten and are currently taking the top one through ten and pushed everybody back by ten. Exactly. Or maybe more, depending. Asterix, man. I'm a big believer in the asterix. <laughs> you know, so yeah, we, we, we were flushed slightly by Michael a little bit, I guess, in that kind of way. But you made it into the top 200. That's that's something to oh, that's, talk about, that's cool. definitely. We, I'm never, we've never done that before, so that is definitely a bonus for us. And hopefully everything will continue the way it's been going. You know, just keep getting better. All right, which is a whirlwind of bands. I mean, you guys, it, well, you especially, you do you do Goat Horror recording, Goat Horror touring, then Soylent Green recording and Soylent Green touring, and then, you know, you kind of mix them up in between and, you know, go back to Goat Horror. And, I mean, do you have any downtime to, you know, like sleep or 
anything? <laughs> Somewhat, I guess, man. I mean, I even work a job when I'm at home, so. Do you really? Well, yeah, you think these bands pay for shit? <laughs> oh, man. This stuff don't make no money. You gotta work a job at home to make money. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I mean, we come home sometimes with a little money and maybe cover bills for like a month, maybe, or two months, but mostly, you know, a lot of it gets paid for, like, I work, uh, Nathan works, so, you know, certain members do little jobs to keep the regular life at home afloat. Now, I'm not sure what you guys do for, for work, but uh, do you ever get recognized? Wait, what? I said, I don't know what you guys do for your jobs, but at your jobs, do you ever get recognized for being in the band or anything? Well, actually, my job is like, it's only me and like two other people there, so it's not really this big thing like people are like, oh, you're in this band? <laughs> like, to myself, I, I, do, I do, I work for a frame company. It does like pictures and mirrors, but we do bulk for hotels. Oh. Hundreds and hundreds of things. So like, there's a hotel with 300 rooms, and we have to do three pictures and two mirrors for room. I'm pretty sure everyone can do the math. There's a lot of uh, stuff right there. Awesome. So we, put, we bring it down to them, but it's cool. I'm on a saw, and I'm assembling things, and I'm kind of to myself, and I have my own speaker system set up in there. I can crank it as loud as I want. So, And they're very lenient about me leaving and coming back as well. Perfect. <laughs> Works out good. So, no, it's good. So I can come home from tour and maybe like rest a day or two and then just go right back into work and keep the ball rolling awesome yeah no rest for the no rest for you for the wicked no rest for the wicked like for (laughs) real (laughs) all right so you guys are out on tour with uh abigail williams doth uh, abysmal dawn and success will write apocalypse across the sky and then month rest then uh tour with obituary crazy and berserker and warbringer um the latter having quite the variety of bands yeah, now that I look at that lineup, <laughs> good. It's good. It's good. oh, absolutely. I don't know. Sometimes I think five bands is a little overwhelming. You know, it's, I don't know. You go to a show, and sometimes maybe it's just too many bands for people to be standing there all night to hear metal constantly. But some people like it for five bands all night metal. I mean, they do go to fests where it's like three days all day all night metal. So yeah. <laughs> but uh, but overall, I mean, it's, I think it's good as long as all of the bands, you know, get along. Of There's course. like a band out of the bunch that kind of makes things shaky, then it becomes a big pain in the ass. But most of the times, like this tour, and I'm sure Obituary will be the same way, where everybody will probably get along really well. Good. Hoping for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, uh, check out myspace.com slash GoTour or MetalBlade.com for all current tour dates. And GoTour, you know, seems to be one of those bands that doesn't just tour. You guys tour a lot. I mean, it, it, like me, I'm someone who works in a cubicle with a computer, and I've always wondered, like, does the touring bug ever leave you, or once, you, once you're in, you're in for life? Like, do you ever get tired of it? Um, I'm, I like the traveling and everything of it. I do. I think it, I think the thing that might get tired sometimes visiting the same venue constantly throughout a year, you know, and not having, like, something different. It's cool if, like, there's tours and you go to the same city, but then there's, like, maybe a different venue you play or, you know, or you hit another city in that state besides the city you always go to. So things can come become repetitive, you know, and maybe that, you know, you, you might get slightly sick of that. You get, I mean, you get a little sick of playing the same tunes over and over, but we try to 
each tour we try to shift our set so it's a little bit more fresh so it doesn't feel like we're going over the same thing all the time right um i don't know i don't it doesn't really bother me that much i really enjoy being on the road you know i like to travel and everything i mean i miss i miss home sometimes but <laughs> it's it's a fun adventure <laughs> it has its moments though you know i mean you're you're in a van <laughs> with six guys so I mean, you're definitely going to have points where you don't want to be around them because, you know, everybody likes to have a little alone time, of course. But overall, I can't I can't really complain about it. I, I like it. I, it's definitely a lifestyle I guess you have to be adapted to and get used to because, you know, there's bands, they'll be, it'll be their first time touring, and then after they tour, all of a sudden, they've lost half their band and they're getting new members because people come out and they realize it's not what they thought or it's just not the thing that they want to do in their life. Right. So I think it has to do with the individual and how they adapt to it and what they think of it and what they perceive of what they might have thought it was like and then it ends up not being like that. Yeah. I, I have to imagine you definitely have to have a heart for it. You guys seem you guys seem to love it and you guys always just constantly stay out, so it's good. Good stuff. But, but we also we stay out because, too, sometimes it's needed, you know? Sometimes you need to be out there <clears throat> to present something, you know, like to, to push the new record or, you know, to show yourself off or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes it's not always just, just like, oh, we're going on vacation again. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's there because it's needed and it needs to happen for the band, you know. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, we're going to take a moment to absorb some brand new goat whore music. Uh, this track is called Apocalyptic Havoc, and we'll be right back. Just be gone. 
from the new album Carving Out the Eyes of God that was Apocalyptic Havoc and uh man this this album has some sweet song titles like uh, there's one called To Mourn and Forever Wander Through Forgotten Doorways, and then uh, The Passing Into the Power of Demons. I mean, when it comes to song titles, in your opinion, is, is Bigger Always Better, or does it kind of just work out that way? Um, I just think I have a problem with words. I, I, like <laughs> I do, though, man. I do. I like uh, the thesaurus is my best friend a lot of times. Nice. Because it's like I'm always trying to find words that mean the same thing but you can just use different variations of it right so and then sometimes just one one word doesn't explain what you really want to get across absolutely so absolutely you string a, you string a couple of them together and uh you know i could be like i could be like i don't even know how to read or write i just put words together <laughs> works for me i'm i'm a fan of the long song title i don't th- i don't think uh i don't think enough people take advantage of the long song title so good good job yeah, I mean, well, it's got, it's got, I guess it's a little tough. I write all the titles, too, after the song is done. Like, lyrics, everything. Then I put the title to it. I don't put the title to it and then write lyrics. I do right. the title last. Because huh. I write about something and I just go off on it, and then I build a title of what I feel represents what I just went down with. Got it. I'm into it, man, though. I'm into it, so... All right, and then once uh, once again, you guys recorded with the uh, awesome, talented, amazing, one hell of a guy, Eric Rutan, and you know we're always big Rutan fans over here, naturally. But uh, what do you like best about recording with him? Wait, what? I said, what do you like best about recording with Rutan? <clears throat> with Rutan, yeah. man. Let's see. I wonder if I should be negative right now. No, no. <laughs> Rutan's a really good guy, man. He he's. I think too. Like going with him again for this record is was really good because it's just like we we know each other really well now. Like everybody in Gohor and everybody in Rutan, well, you know, with Rutan and everybody that works with Rutan over at Mammoth Studios as well. So it makes the the whole situation a little more comfortable because being in the studio already is like a stressful situation. You know, any musician would probably say that. You know, it's 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 just like a huge magnifying glass, and you gotta it's. I mean, you can find the smallest flaws in everything that you do with it, and it's just, it's its a lot of stress. You're trying to perfect something as good as possible, and you got this huge magnifying glass over you, and then you got Rutan down your neck, making sure that you do the best performance possible. Not, <laughs> not that, I'm not saying that in a bad way or anything. Oh, of course not. No, that's one of the things I like about him. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's awesome that he has so much interest to make sure you do your performance to the best, you know, but he's just... The thing about it is that we, we all know each other so well now, and it's it's comfortable, and it makes the situation that's already stressful comfortable and easy to go through because you're with somebody that's on the same page as you and understands what needs to go on with the band and everything. And then instead of being in there with somebody that's new, you've never met him before, it's your first time with him, and you don't know what you can say or you're going to rub the wrong way with him, and then it's going to be a big crazy thing, but... You know, and Rutan is very flexible too. You know, he's he's stern, but at points he'll open up and be like, well, "Let's try these different things, and if this one works out better, then we'll use it than this one." And he goes, "And if it's not my way, it's going to open me up as a producer to learn something newer about what needs to happen in the studio." Awesome. I think if I was ever in a band, I'd want to record with him. <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, he just seems like a great dude. I, he's tough. I won't lie, he's tough, but it's, he's tough because he wants the band to put out the best thing they could possibly put out. You know, 
I'm not saying he talks and he's like, oh, he's just rude and he's just talking <laughs> everything. It's not like that. He's, he's tough because he's concerned about yours and his situation because he's concerned you do the best thing you can do with the with the recording and that his name is on the product when it's done, you know? Exactly. I'm sure if you, if you were to do something and your name was going to be snatched onto it at the end, you want to make sure it was good, otherwise you're going to have shit smeared all over your name for the rest of your life. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on. Moving on to the artwork. I don't know if I explained that quite the right way, but it came across well. I'm happy with that. Okay. Um, I really like that you guys did the artwork yourselves uh, on this one. It's it's really basic, powerful, black and white, really, really sweet. I mean, for those who haven't seen it, it's skulls, knives, and, I mean, you know, very basic to the point. I, I love it. It came out perfect. I think it's – I don't think you could have done anything better on it. Um, what uh, what made you guys choose to just do this one on your own? Um, well, actually, we kind of do our own T-shirt design. So, that was my next like, question. <laughs> like the majority of our T-shirts and stuff, we do our own designs. And we just, we, you know, the guys were just like, we should just, for the next CD, we should do it like how the T-shirts that we do. Real simple, real basic, black and white, maybe some grays or silver or something like that, you know. But, and it's just, it comes across more of how the band is. Right. But we've had our attempts. I love the last one that Jacob Bannon did from Converge. And, you know, I like the ones before that, but they, the guys were really intent on having something just more basic to represent the band, just like the shirts. Because the shirts, we see them everywhere, you know. Kids buy the hell out of them when we play the shows. And it's like, I think that that's a representation of what Gohor is visually. So why not stick with that and do that for the CD cover and the whole layout? I, I, I absolutely love it. And you know what? No joke, my Goat Whore hoodie is my favorite hoodie that I own. <laughs> See, and you see somebody that really isn't like a Go War fan or doesn't own Go War much, they'll just kind of be like, yeah, okay. But people that do know Go War and do listen to it and have Go War merch, they touch with it. You know, they, they see the relevance in it now with the merch and the way how things look. Right, right. Awesome. All right, if, if everybody has not seen it, just go buy the record. <laughs> I won't even tell you to check it out online. Just it go just, buy it. <laughs> Kevin, you can go look at it online. You can go look at it in the record store. You know, or you could just come to the show and just look at all the T-shirt designs, too. There, we could do that, too. Purchase one. <laughs> all right. Um, I guess uh, we will sh- uh, wrap it up. Uh, uh, speaking of touring, check out, again, myspace.com slash goat whore or metalblade.com for all tour dates and places where you can buy merch. <laughs> all right, Ben. Um, we hope to see you guys out on the road soon. Again, the album Carving Out the Eyes of God in stores now. Uh, have a good time on the road and take it easy. Definitely. Thank you for your time.